Restaurants Unstoppable episode 416. This idea that we get to craft our experience. We get to create it. So, you know, the, the, the first quote I offered at the beginning, wherever you go, there you are. I, I, I genuinely mean that. It's we're crafting our experience in every moment. So if I walk through life, thinking that let's just use this example of this holiday right now. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. It's busy. It's overwhelming. Oh my gosh, it's dramatic. Da, 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 da. And I create that experience. I will have the energy in me that will attract more of that experience around me. And I will actually create a worse experience. So there's a way that especially moving through the holidays, we have an opportunity to stop, take a deep breath and be really intentional about what is the experience I want to have this year. Are you ready for it factors, success stories, failures, and bombs of restaurant industry knowledge? Then, join Eric Cacciatore and today's incredible guest as they share what it takes to become unstoppable. There is no time to waste in the restaurant business, especially when an opportunity comes up and you need extra capital. Cabbage created a simple, flexible way to get a line of credit of up to $150,000, apply online and get a decision right away. Withdraw funds when you need them without reapplying. Cabbage has helped over 100,000 small businesses. Get started at cabbage.com slash unstoppable and you'll get a $100 gift card when you qualify. That's cabbage with a K. Line of credit is subject to credit approval. See terms and conditions. Who loves doing paperwork? No one. Sorcery is an efficient online AP automated solution for the food service industry and restaurants, large and small, are using Sorcery to provide a scalable solution to help them create efficiencies and ultimately grow their business while impacting their bottom line. To learn more, head to GetSorcery.com. That's G-E-T-S-O-U-R-C-E-R-Y.com. And be sure to mention Restaurant Unstoppable to get your first month free. So with excitement, allow me to introduce to you today's guest, Anis Kavanaugh. Anis, are you feeling unstoppable today? I am feeling very solid. I'm feeling very solid and very present. Today. Well, thanks for the honest, honest answer. Uh, we can always yeah. be unstoppable, but solid is good enough. I'll take that. Uh, I, I, I actually prefer solid over unstoppable sometimes. Nice. So this is actually Anissa's uh, second time on the show. She was on the show not that long ago. It was this summer, I believe. Episode 364. Uh, we had a great conversation around intentional, energetic uh, just impact or your... Uh, coined intentional energetic presence uh, and just how to be present how to take care of yourself so you can take care of other people. And it was a great conversation. Uh, but if you're not familiar with Anise, Anise is devoted to helping people show up and bring their best selves to the table in order to create significant positive impact in their lives. She is the creator of the IEP or intentional energetic presence method an advisor and thinking partner to leaders and organizations around the world and the author of contagious culture show up, set the tone and intentionally create an organization that thrives. And uh, that's what we basically talked about the, the first time you were on the show. Uh, we really dived into that IEP um, method. Uh, and I have to admit before we really dive into today's conversation, um, actually I'm going to back up and <laughs> I'm gonna let you share your inspirational or, or uh, mantra your your success quarter mantra to get that motivational ball rolling before I, I just start doing my okay. thing. Okay. 
Okay, great. Well, the one that is really present for me today, especially since we're right in the midst of holidays and uh, people are closing out their year and they're starting up the next year and they're getting ready to go to Christmas dinner and all the holiday, whatever holiday dinner is. The one that's really present for me right now is wherever you go, there you are. Wherever you go, and I don't there actually know who said it. Um, yep. What do you what, what do you yeah, think is wherever meant by you that? go, there you are. Well, the way that I interpret that is that we take ourselves everywhere we go. So no matter what is happening, I get to create the experience I want. So if I am moving from experience to experience and I think that life is crazy and chaotic and busy and family dinner's hard and this is hard and that's hard, I'm the common denominator. So it serves me well to do my own work, to get really, really present, to do some of the stuff that you and I talked about on our first interview and what we're going to talk about today. Uh, it will serve me very, very well because wherever I go, there I am. So if I can be calm in the center of everything, then everything else around me is going to be a much better experience. Awesome. I love it. And what I was about to say before I uh, for, almost forgot to let you share your success, your success quarter mantra was you really should go back and listen to episode 364 if you haven't, because to prepare for this interview, I went back and I listened to that interview and I have to admit that I, I've slid. I mean, a lot of what we were talking about in that interview uh, was just living intentionally and taking care of yourself first, right? So you can take care of others. And I, I was doing really good this summer. I was waking up, doing my morning routine, drinking two cups of water, exercising, reading, and really investing in myself first thing every morning. Uh, and then my, my good friend's wedding popped up uh, and I had to drive down to Florida and I visited my cousin in a road trip and it, like set my, like my rhythm, my, my routine just like went out the window and I haven't fully gotten back into it. I've made attempts, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, but listening to that, listening to that episode really helped me just uh, the, the advice you gave of just asking yourself, where am I right now? being really just sincere and honest with yourself and where do I want to be? And just asking yourself that I, I, I kind of like give myself a slap across the face and snap out of it, man, get back at it. And um, let's see what happens. But I feel I'm feeling good about the future. I feel like it's, I'm gonna get back into my routine because of that. So thank you. Well, well, you're welcome. And, and I'm so glad to hear that. And I also want to make sure. So, so this work, it's not about, it's, it's about presence, not mm -hmm. about perfection. So mm -hmm. there's a way that, you know, you go to your friend's wedding and you kind of, fall off your routine and everything. And there's a way that we can be so hard on ourselves and so punitive, you know, be there. So you just said you slapped yourself across the face and I actually, I don't know if you saw it, but I cringed. Oh no. Um, sorry. I didn't see. It, it, well, it's all good. And it, it, it's not what I find is like punishing ourselves for falling off of our routine. It only works against us. It's just more negative energy. And so instead it's noticing, Oh wow, I got off my routine. I had a really good time at this wedding all right, what are the three little things I can do to kind of get myself back to feeling good again? And then you rebuild. But if we beat ourselves up or we make ourselves really wrong for not honoring our routine, I, I find that that just creates more, that just creates more. Ugh. Uh, so I, I would just encourage you to go, yeah, I had a great wedding. I got away from my routine. I'm back. I'm doing some stuff that makes me feel good and I'm, I'm going to get unstoppable again awesome. to use your, to use your phrasing. Always learning new things, talking to you, Anise. Uh, <laughs> thank you. That'd uh, be nice. Yeah. So uh, it's the holiday season. Uh, I yeah. realize how crazy busy all my restaurant tour uh, prospects are. So I'm a, kind of, I like to shot, like I try to try to give them their space during this time of year. So to, <laughs> to make up for that, I'm going to uh, experts that I had on the show, uh, people who are just authorities with a specific uh, field 
fields of knowledge and I'm using uh, folks like yourself and these to, to make up for uh, the lack of available restaurant folks during this time of year. Uh, and on the topic of it being the crazy time of year, uh, today we're here to talk about uh, what type of experience you want to create in all this cra- craziness uh, and how you can close out this year and start the new year kind of uh, on the right foot. Uh, so Anise is really taking this one. I'm here. I'm going to pull back layers as questions come up, but uh, she's steering the ship. I don't even know what's going to come out of her <laughs> mouth today, and I'm really excited. So uh, where do you want to start? Well, you know, I think, um, well, first of all, I don't, I love, I love the way we're going to do this organically because I don't know exactly what's going to come out either, but I know that the main anchor points for the conversation are around this idea that we get to craft our experience. We get to create it. So, you know, the, the, the first quote I offered at the beginning, wherever you go, there you are. I, I, I genuinely mean that it's, we're crafting our experience in every moment. So if I walk through life thinking that, let's just use this example of this holiday right now. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. It's busy. It's overwhelming. Oh my gosh, it's dramatic. And I create that experience. I will have the energy in me that will attract more of that experience around me. And I will actually create a worse experience. So there's a way that, especially moving through the holidays, we have an opportunity to stop, take a deep breath, and be really intentional about what is the experience I want to have this year. You know, what is the experience I want to have of, you know, Christmas or whatever the holidays that I celebrate or New Year's or even going, you know, I'm taking my daughter and her girlfriends to the mall this afternoon. And I caught myself this morning going, oh, my gosh, that's insane. It's the 20th of December. It's going to be totally swamped. And I went, oh, no, 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 no. If I walk into that experience thinking it's going to be overwhelming and exhausting and crazy, I will be looking for that. I will create more of that. And it's not going to be a very pleasurable experience. But if I walk into that experience and I go, I get to go be in the festivities with my daughter and her girlfriends, watch them. Yeah, it's going to be probably pretty crowded, but wow, look at all these people. I get to create a very different experience. So that that was kind of the, the offering when we, we started talking about this. Is like, you know, especially with family drama, one of the things I hear the most from people right now is they're overwhelmed because they're closing out business for 2018. They're getting their tax, like some of the tax stuff that's happening. Um, and they're getting nervous because they know they're going to have Christmas dinner with their mother-in-law. And that's usually a really dramatic thing. And, oh my gosh, how am I going to avoid that? And actually the invitation is create the experience you want to create. All you, all I can think about as you speak is the first quote you shared with us back when you were on during episode 364. And that was, there are two ways to live your life. One way is as nothing is a miracle and the other way as if everything is a miracle. And what I'm hearing uh, is that you've got to treat this world like everything's a miracle and be grateful for these situations, uh, for the fact that everybody's out that, you know, people are spending money and that we're, our economy is getting better. Like, look at the good. Don't look at the bad. Don't look, don't let yourself get, you know, sucked into the, the, you know, it's so funny. I watched star Wars last night with my brother and the new one. And, and I feel like you came through my mind, uh, just like the, the, the force, you know, uh, the, the good and the bad, the dark side and the light side. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm going third, a far. You're, you're the third person has told me that today. <laughs> maybe I'm not alone. Then. Okay. Star Wars. I saw Star Wars yesterday. I don't. I, I got. I got. I guess I got to see this Star Wars. I saw Star Wars yesterday, and I thought about you. Um, yes, what you're saying, I agree with, and I also want to offer that I also know that this year, every year on the holidays, there's stuff that's really sad and hard, and so I always want to honor that too. It's not about being Pollyanna and going like, oh, everything is perfect. It's just more being present 
and having your own experience versus taking on some of the craziness that comes at us. So for example, you know, there's a belief that the holidays should be crazy and it should be really stressful and it should be really dramatic. There, there is a belief. I see this with people every single day. And if you actually stop, if I, I'll use myself, if I stop and go, okay, wait, actually, what is the experience I'm having? And I'm really honest about that. Then I'm having my experience. So that's a part of creating my experience. So I don't, I don't want to belittle that stuff happens. It's hard or people have lost people. I just lost somebody really important to me two weeks ago. Like this, it, it can also be a very sad time of year, but it's the invitation to come back, be really present and to be true to what you're feeling versus being swallowed up by the insanity of what, what a lot of projections will get put out during this time of year. Yeah. And, and you know, it's like that saying like uh, perception is reality. What you perceive right. is your reality. So choose right. Right. to perceive good things um, and good things will, you know, you'll notice the good things, uh, I guess. Um, yeah. What else? Is there anything else on this topic of just uh, how to create your own experiences uh, yeah. for the holidays that we haven't t- hit yet that you were hoping we would? Yeah. Yeah, a really good one. So travel. So a lot of people are traveling. I'm, I'm traveling on the 23rd. I'm taking my daughter somewhere for the holiday. And uh, I just got back from Shanghai. And I will tell you that creating your own experience, one of the best places to play with that is at an airport and traveling and delays and all that. Because you will see people and anybody listening to this, and, and I would say this is true for restaurant in the restaurants, when the restaurant is getting totally slammed. I worked in the restaurant industry for years. I remember... And it would get totally overwhelming. Um, but this idea of being able to stop and create your experience. So we, I remember we got delayed for a couple hours on my way out. And there were some people that are having a fit and they're angry and they're stressed out. And the guy threw his luggage against the wall. And then there are other people who are super calm. And they're like, okay, I'm just going to do a little bit of holiday shopping online and I'm going to call my family or I'm going to play a, you know, there's just, there's two choices that we have at all times. And we can either go to the dark side and have a really bad experience and get really irritated and pissed off and, you know, create really contracting negative energy, or we can go, okay, well, you know, actually the plane's delayed. Actually, maybe that's a really awesome thing because there's some kind of a misfunction or dysfunction on the, on the, on the plane. I actually don't want to fly off. I'm kind of great. They delayed it so we don't crash, you know, so it's, it's just, again, coming back to what is, what is the good and what is the experience you want to have through that? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so some thoughts were going through my mind as you were sharing uh, your thoughts with us. And so what would happen um, if you are able to bring your energy up, your presence up to the point where you're seeing the good, you're choosing the light side to go with this star Wars theme. Um, but you have to bring up, everyone else you noticing that everyone else around you isn't quite there it's the holidays they rather be out with their friends they're back in town you know they want to be with their families but they're stuck in the restaurant yeah. serving yeah. others what what's your suggestion for to us uh to, to pick our team up how would we do that yeah uh that's great i love that question uh, well first of all i would say know that you can't it's it's actually none of your business what other people's energies at or where or how they're feeling or whatever. Like to, to try and change somebody or bring somebody else's energy up is is um, to me it's super exhausting and not really effective usually. So instead, you uh, focus on yourself and you come from as most positive a place as you can congruently, not faking it. It's not a Pollyanna thing, but it's just really holding your own energetic space. And what I find is that if I can hold my energetic space and I don't decide to dip in and join the lowest vibration in the room, 
generally speaking, people will join that because that tends to be contagious. Uh, the worst thing I can do is go in and try and change somebody's mind about where they're at or try and you know make somebody wrong because they're not in the same energetic space that I'm in. So instead, I'm just going to hold my own. I'll hold my own vibe. If people want to join it, it's great. If they don't, that's fine too. My job becomes not to be overcome by that energy and also not to judge that energy. Okay. So you oh. shouldn't be trying to pull people up, but what about educating them on what we're talking about right now? Uh, teaching them that they have a choice about what kind of energy they want to bring to the it's, table. It's just being it, Eric. I come back. So I get asked this question every time I teach this content and, um, and, and from the book, like this is a question I get asked the most. They're like, well, this is great for me, but how do I change this person? Um, and you can't. So, so to me, the best way to be a positive contribution on this planet is to take incredibly good care of yourself, to be present, to manage your own energetic vibration. So you're a positive contribution to whatever room you walk into and to hold that state. And when you do that and people feel that and they're around that, that is very attractive. It's very compelling. It's very contagious. And so people are more likely to join that. I mean, anybody listening to this that's in the restaurant industry, generally speaking, unless you have a customer who's just completely irritated, Generally speaking, if you greet somebody with a good greeting and you're really genuine about it, they will meet you there. Mm. Like you can get, you can get so much more done by being nice to somebody, you know? And, um, and so I would say that's it. Like, it's not, I'm not going to educate somebody about their low vibe or that they're have a negative thing or they have a choice around it. I'm not, I'm just going to model it. So another way to model this, especially over dinners and with your teams and everything is every complaint that you hear is just an uncommunicated request. So anytime somebody complains to me, instead of me jumping in and going like, oh, yeah, that totally sucks. Oh, my gosh, that's horrible. And joining that, which is going to bring my vibe down, I'm going to go, oh, interesting. Well, what would you like instead? What's the request? Oh, great. Well, how would you make that happen? Huh. It doesn't mean I take on the negative energy. I'm just giving them back another place to actually step into if they want. And if I do that enough, I don't participate in gossip. I don't participate in the family dynamics around, you know, like, oh, Aunt George did or Aunt Bess did this and it's so horrible. And that negative energy is what I'm talking about, too. If I don't participate in that and I keep changing the topic to something that's more productive and present in the room, like a very present conversation, ultimately speaking, people will join me there. Mm. And if they want to keep going off the rails, that's fine. I'm not going to participate in it. So yeah. that I have found personally is the best way to be a positive contribution to somebody in a real and congruent way versus schooling them on their impact. Yeah. And the way I, I like to think about this uh, is kind of like absolute value, right? There's going to be like an absolute value in a room, a net sum of energy. So you take like all the energy, whether people have negative energy or positive energy, if you put all those people in the same room, there's going to be you and you add up all those negatives and those positives, there's, there's going to be a net sum. So the best thing that you can do is to bring the most positive energy to that equation to, to try to get it onto that positive side. Uh, yeah. Is that a, is that one way to think about it, or am I swinging and missing here? No, no. I, I think I think that's an interesting way. I think that's a really interesting way to think about. It. I mean, I think it, it, when I hear that, I I agree with you, and I think it's not about fake positive energy because there's a way people can go like, oh, I'm going to be really positive, and they're not feeling that way, and so they go and they're like, hey there, hi there, ho there. Well, that actually is negative energy. If I'm being fake with you, that's actually negative. So, what, what the, the caveat I would add to that is, you bring yourself to that space and you bring yourself present and with the service of being a positive contribution to the room and taking really, really good care of yourself, you bring that into that room, that will automatically start to positively impact that room. 
that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. And you guys, if you, if you didn't take our advice to hit pause and go listen to 364, uh, you should right now, right now cause I feel like, uh, it, we're building off of where we left off with, uh, episode yeah. 364. Good. Right? So yeah. we talked about the basics, myself included, always go back to the basics. Yeah. And just to kind of summarize from that episode, it's all about taking care of yourself first. Uh, and if you show up every day, taking care of yourself to make sure you're, uh, you're affecting yourself before the rest of the world affects yourself. Like I think you put it a roundabout way, then it's so much easier to show up to the the rest of the world being that person that you intend to be first thing in the morning. Um, It's so good. It's, it's, you know, I always talk about, you can't lead or impact people well from a place of burnout and exhaustion. Yeah. So I know for myself, if I am not taking care of myself or I'm living off of sugar and donuts or something that does not serve my body, if I am not taking care of myself or I haven't gotten my sleep or whatever, and I go in to work with my team or a client or the mall, whatever, and I don't have my own energetic state in check, I am much more susceptible to other people's negativity. I am more susceptible to taking other people's stuff on. I'm more susceptible to becoming really judgmental and irritated. And so to me, taking care of yourself is a leadership skill. Yeah. It is it, to me it is the most important leadership skill that we can do is the self-care and the self-kind skills so that we're stronger and then that we can better contribute to everybody around yeah. us. Yeah. And to, to kind of like use that that net sum example that I was talking about earlier, if you start the day at a 10 and you go to work and everyone around you is at like a 2 or a 3, you're probably going to come down to like a 7, right? Maybe you shouldn't allow yourself to if you have your bubble, but if you let yourself, sure. If you, it, but that, see, to me, that is a choice. That's where the choice comes in. Yeah. If, if I come in and everybody else is just complaining and in the pits and stuff, and I decide to join that, that is a decision to join that. Now, going through a day and I'm surrounded by a bunch of people who are at a two and really negative, that will be, that can potentially be wearing. However, if I've done my self-care practice, if I'm bubbled up, like I talk about in contagious culture, if I'm holding all these different pieces and I'm really strong in myself, you're not touching me. You are not going to get, you will not, you will not bring my energy down. Awesome. Great. So it's a choice. This is, this is good up to this point. Um, before we take a break to thank our sponsors, was there anything we haven't touched on around creating th- these positive experiences, the experiences we choose around the holiday season uh, that you wanted to touch on that we haven't hit yet? Yeah, I would just say just the simplest thing I would say is before you go into anything, family dinner, restaurant with your team, anything, run through the five steps to intentional impact. And I think we might have touched on them in the first interview. They're definitely in the book. Um, but run through those five steps around how do you want to feel? What's the experience you want to create? You know, how do you need to show up? What do you need to believe and what do you need to do? And if you run through those before you go into anything, you will have a completely different experience this holiday than anything nasty, even with the most quote unquote busiest of busiest of busiest dramatic holidays. You can change that experience. Yeah. It might not be the best holiday ever, but it will be better than it was going to be if you didn't get intentional about it. Again, episode 364 will be in the show notes. Uh, you can go check it out or just head over to restaurantstoppable.com slash 364. Um, cool. We're going to take a quick break to thank our sponsors and we'll be back to talk about uh, how to close out the year and start the new year on the right foot. Great. Sweet. To be unstoppable, most restaurant owners require extra capital from time to time. When you need funding to renovate, buy equipment, or manage cash flow, you don't have time to track down financial statements or wait weeks for a decision. That's where Cabbage can help. 
Cabbage gives small businesses access to a line of credit of up to $150,000. Apply online and you'll get a decision right away. Since Cabbage is a line of credit, you can take the exact amount you need. You never have to reapply to take out additional loans and you only pay for the funds you use. Cabbage has helped more than 100,000 businesses from every industry with over $3 billion in funding. Cabbage is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and was named a Forbes Top 100 company twice in a row. Check out Cabbage with a K dot com slash unstoppable and you'll get a $100 gift card when you qualify. That's K-A-B-B-A-G-E dot com slash unstoppable line of credit is subject to credit approval. See terms and conditions. Nobody likes doing paperwork. If you have a growing group of restaurants and find yourself wishing you could snap your fingers and have all of your invoices and AP instantly disappear from your plate, then you need to call Sorcery. Sorcery is used to make owning and operating a restaurant a breeze. Instead of dreading invoices, you'll be delighted to be synced with every vendor. With your new relationships, you can work on negotiating the best price to improve your margins and Sorcery's biggest super Superpower is that they watch the prices you pay across the kitchen from dry goods to proteins to produce. And when citrus skyrockets, you'll know to update your recipes before you end up kicking yourself at the end of the quarter. To learn more, head over to www.getsorcery.com or find the banner in the show notes. If you mention Restaurant Unstoppable at checkout, you'll get your first month free. Yep. Go for it. All do right. It. It's great. It's great to go. Go, let's do it. That's awesome. We're That's back. We're, you, Denise is all jacked up right now because we just experienced a, a heart dropping moment where I thought I deleted the entire interview. And uh, we were practicing what. Anise has taught us up to this point, which is just the power of not letting that negative energy. Like you should have seen my face. I think I got, I'm pretty white and I got even whiter in the face. I thought I saw a ghost or something. I was like, Oh my God, I deleted everything. Um, and we stayed cool. And stayed cool in my, the back of my mind. I was like, stay cool. This is like what, what we, this is what we practice is like, don't let those negative emotions, those negative energies that take over and like swamp your brain. Um, and we found a solution because we stayed cool. Uh, do you want to break that down Anise? And like, you know, Give sure. me your side of the story. <laughs> sure. Well, it's, no, it's no. I love it that that just happened, Eric. I mean, that is that is exactly what we're talking about. I I am actually so thrilled that that just happened because yeah. that is a real time example for you, for me, for your audience. So, in my my experience of that was basically you went, oh crap, I just deleted, <laughs> <laughs> and I went, wait, like the whole interview, and you said, yeah, and I said, huh. So I sat here and I just kind of went, okay, well, let's, it's there somewhere. It's, you know, it's there. We'll find it. And you went in and started digging for it and everything. And, and it, there's my experience staying cool throughout that and just trusting it's going to be fine. And even, even I had the thought this, well, if it's not fine and we lost it, that means we're not supposed to air it. Yep. Maybe something That's where I went and, and I went there very honestly. I went, okay, well, if we lost <laughs> it, you know, it's a half an hour of our, of our lives. We'll never get back. And we had a good conversation. And clearly there's a reason we lost it. It's not supposed to go live. Yep. So, so from that place for me personally, I can only speak to my experience, not yours, but for me personally, I was able to go, okay, wait, actually check this file. Cause it might be over there. And if I'd been in a panic, I wouldn't have had that access to that. And you wouldn't have had access to 
fixing it. And now we've got it fixed and we're good. And we're on our way for part two. Yeah. From my angle, it was the niece is probably never going to talk to me again. <laughs> Maybe that isn't the energy I should have brought, but uh, I was like, Oh no, what did I do? Uh, anyway, we fixed it. We're good. We're laughing now. Uh, roller coaster ride over here. Um, and, and, just, and just for fun, Eric, just for fun, let's just imagine that you ran that through. Like, let's just imagine you played that through. So you're in panic. Let's just say you were in panic. You're like, Oh my gosh, Denise is never going to talk to me. And this is horrible. I can't believe this happened. Da, 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 da. And you run with that energy. And let's just say I was not in a great resource state and I started to pay attention to that. I would feel that energy, even (laughs) though we're on computer, I would feel that. And then I would probably adopt some of that energy and I'd start to join you in panic. I will say, yeah, I will say I looked down at the screen and I looked at you and you were a cool cat. You were just like, okay. And I was like, you know, if I did look down and you were like, have this like look of rage and just like, I can't believe you're wasting my time. Uh, I probably wouldn't have realized that we could go to the, you know, the, there's like a little bit of like a history that Adobe has to like catch everything. And yeah, you know, we're it, it good. all worked out. We're good. Uh, we're good. <laughs> so, to be, so, so here's the thing to be super transparent, to show the human process of this. When I'm not going to do the Pollyanna thing here. When we lost it, I went, Oh crap. We just spent a half an hour. So I did have that initial thought. And then I very quickly bounced to, okay, wait, hold on a second. One, it's either here or two, it's not supposed to be here. So there was about a five second recovery time where I had the initial thought of, oh, crap. And then very quickly came back out of it. So that, so that, that's the real life of it, you guys. It's not always being, you know, perfect and never having a negative thought or never being disappointed or never feeling busy or overwhelmed. It's not about that. It's about presence. So as soon as I was able to come to presence and to open that up, I had a very, very different set of resource states and information available to me to then, you know, ultimately now here we are, we're still talking. Yeah. We've got the recording. We're in good shape. <laughs> and we have a Both great real life experience or example. To yeah, use. it's real. It's super uh, perfect. I, I love, love it, it that that happened. Okay. <laughs> so what were we going to talk about now? We were supposed to come back talking about um, how to start your new year on uh, the right foot and to close out your, your old year. So uh, I guess yeah. take it from there. Yeah, great. Okay, so there's a ritual that I do with people. I actually just did this with a couple people this morning. Um, and this is my favorite thing. So people at the end of the year, they get all jacked up about New Year's resolutions. Uh, the statistics say that by January 23rd, all resolutions have been blown out of the water. Like nobody's doing them. Then everybody's mad at themselves, blah, 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 blah. So I don't, I don't actually believe in New Year's resolutions. I don't even really believe in New Year's goals. Um, what I hold is believing in intention for the year and welcoming the year in as a partner. So the ritual that I offer people is this, when you're closing out your year, so this year, you know, and and I personally like to do this on the very last day of the year, on the 31st, closing out your year, you write a letter to the past year. So for example, this year, my letter will be like, dear 2017, and I write a letter to it as a friend and partner. And I look at what did I learn Who did I become? What were the most exciting things? What were the hardest things that happened? Um, How were those hard things actually really wonderful? Like, how did they help me form my leadership? What did I learn from them? Um, And I just basically write a letter to 2017 and I thank it. And that's my way of closing it out. And then at the end of that, you can either burn it if you want to burn it, or you can file it away in a journal. And I've been doing this for about the last five, six years. I love this process. I look forward to it every year. Then... If you still have the steam after that one on the 31st, you can do this, or you can wait until the first, you write a letter to the incoming year. 
you write a letter to 2018 and you look at 2018 as a partner and you look at, you know, I'll, I'll use myself again. I'll say, here's what I want from you 2018. Here's what I want to create this year. Here's uh, how I want to feel. Here's how I want to show up. Um, here is the support I'm going to need. You know, here is, let's see, what else would I put on there? Um, here's what I'd like to learn. And so I'm basically, I'm setting an intention for my next year. Uh, so I look at it as, I, I literally do think of it as looking at it as a partner. So I step into the year with it. You know, oh, here's one other thing you would write on there. Here's what you can count on me 2018 for. Like, here's what you can count on me for in 2018 in order to help us create those results together. So for example, for me, it's always around, I will take excellent care of myself. I will be very conscious about my time. I will say no to things that do not feel good to me this year. I will say no to them. I will say yes to things like, heck yes, 100% to the stuff that I feel is in service of my having a better impact on this planet, with my kids, whatever. Um, I will, uh, you know, this is a great place to put rituals, you know, commitment to morning rituals. Um, I think I talked about that a little bit in the first interview and one of the morning rituals that I'm starting to have a lot of fun with with people is I call it the three of five ritual. And the three of five ritual says you pick five things to choose from every single morning, five things, and then you do three of them. Mm. It's a total win. It's a total <laughs> win. Anybody can do three things. Yeah. You know, and the three things are like, you know, so my five things right now, and they could change tomorrow, but my five things right now are like, uh, I might meditate, journal. I definitely always do my gratitude and my intention setting for the day. Um, I might dance and I might exercise. Those are my five things. I only have to do three of them. That's it. It can that's take awesome. me 10 minutes. I'm done. So there, that's a very long spiel for closing your year and opening your year. All right. So I'll, I'll try to summarize this in the show notes, but to make sure I got everything the closing out the year, you're writing a letter to the past year saying uh, what you're telling the past year, what you learned from that year. And then you're also saying, what, what did I become? Where, so basically what's new? What did I learn in yeah. where was I and who am I today in this past year? Is that, did I get everything? There? Yes, you're right. Okay. And it's major gratitude. Yeah. It is with so much gratitude. This is, I mean, it is, it is like you were talking to your best friend for giving you this gift of this past year, no matter how awesome or terrible or you know, painful or whatever it was. And that's huge. And that's something that um, I've realized sometimes I, I'm the kind of person, my eyes are always on the future. I'm a dreamer. I'm thinking about where I want to be and what I want to accomplish and like what I want yeah. the world to look like. And I sometimes get hard. I get really down on myself. Like I'm not there. I'm not there. But then I stop every once in a while. And I turn around and I look the other way and I say, holy crap, look where I was, yeah. uh, you know, look, you know, yeah. like, look, look how many people I've met relationships I've, I've created in the past year, the things I've learned, the people I've influenced, uh, the, the amount of downloads I've, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not at, you know, a million downloads a month right now, but I was at like 10,000 downloads a month last year. And now I'm at 25,000 downloads a month oh, now. So like, you know, yeah. like these like little things you, you don't, you look at like what you want to become and you forget what you, what you, you know, where you came from, I guess it's so, so important I, to reflect I, back. I, I love that. I love that so much that you're bringing that up because here's the thing. I believe that the universe is not going to give you any more if you don't appreciate what you've gotten. Yeah. So the, the big, I love this. So the big thing about that writing the letter to yourself in the past year is the gratitude of uh, not 
looking at what you don't have, but looking at what you have accomplished and what you do have, which is so powerful. I love it. Um, yeah. And even, even looking at what you don't have, I mean, to me, if I look at what I don't have and I'm really charged up about that, that to me is just a message that I really want that. So now who do I have to become and how do I have to show up in order to create that in my life? So even looking at what I don't have or looking at something that I'm irritated about, there's just learning in it. There's just wisdom there. Awesome. So I, you know, everything, everything is, is an opportunity for learning. Everything can be a gift if you want to create that experience for yourself. Beautiful. And then for the, the letter to the new year, what I wrote down uh, is treat the new year like a partner. Ask yourself what uh, I want to or what I want from the new year. Uh, uh-huh. What I what support. What do you mean by support? I wasn't too sure about that. What, what kind of support I need? What do you mean from like yeah, people? What, what, or- support, what support do I need? What do I need to learn? Who do I need to hang out with? What relationships do I need to nurture? What do I want to contribute this year? You know, because it's not just all about what am I going to get? It's what am I going to give? Um, you know, what kind of support do I need? Do I need to build a better relationship with my friends or my family or my sister or my colleagues? Um, what, you know, do I need to go do a training program? Like what, what is the support? And only you who's doing this will know what that is. But, but be really, pre- if you're really present and intentional doing this exercise, you will get informed. Not you, only, you know, yeah. yeah. The other thing that came into my mind, just as you were talking, uh, what kind of support do I need for myself? Uh, am I taking care of myself? How can I support right. myself uh, right. to, to, to get these goals in the new year? Right. Um, and that's, and that's, that's the part, Eric, where you talk about what, what okay, 2018, what can you count on me for? To me, it's right there. It's in order, in order for me to create anything this year, I have to show up for myself. And so part of showing up for myself is going to be that self care. Yeah. And I also wrote down what, uh, you said what I have to learn. I feel like that kind of ties into the support. Like what skills do I need to give, give myself to achieve these goals? Like what knowledge do I need? What do I need to learn to make this happen? Um, so that mm-hmm. kind of ties in. And then you also said, uh, here's what you can count on from me. So you're talking about your, your, if you're talking to the new year, as if you were like giving it like some kind of, what's the word um, you, what's the word when you embody human qualities into a, a, a thing. Uh, personifying personifying the new year embodiment? Embodiment? Persona, personification was the word i was looking for but embodiment oh, works okay. uh, <laughs> so are you saying yeah. like what do you need from the new year like or here's what no I'm, I'm saying what you can it's, it's what i just said it's i'm saying here's what you can count on me for you can count on me to take care of myself you can count on me to show up for myself okay. you can count on me to do my morning rituals like whatever whatever it is it's it's just if you're going into 2018 as a partner or this is by the way this is just a metaphor for the rest of your life. This is any relationship. But if you're going into any relationship, you've got things that you're asking, but then there's also things that you have to, that you have to let the person or the year <laughs> know that they can count on you for. And so in this case, it's, you can count on me to take care of myself, to show up, to go to work every day, to be present with my children, like whatever, whatever it is, like only you guys will know as you fill this out. It's almost like, a certain, having a certain level of integrity to yourself by writing these things down saying I, you can count on me on doing this. And if you have any yes. integrity, you're going to follow through with what you said you, you would do. So what, um, you know, we're doing, I, I think I mentioned this to you earlier, but we're doing a, a program right now in my, um, with my company called project impeccable and project impeccable is basically you take 60 days and you uh, make pr- three promises to yourself for the 60 days, three promises, doesn't matter what they are, but every single day, for 60 days, you are honoring these, honoring these promises. And what happens just from the act of honoring a promise to yourself, what happens for somebody's energetic state, 
their integrity, their confidence, all stuff is remarkable to me. So we've done this a couple times. We're doing a special one right now because of the holidays and everyone started on December 1st. They'll go through February 1st. And it's just an interesting thing, but it's, it's not about me promising anybody else anything. It's about me promising myself, which again, sets me up to be in better service of people around me. Beautiful. Anything else we should know to ring in the new year that you wanted to touch on before we uh, wrap things up today? No, I feel like that's, I feel like that's good. I feel like that's yeah, plenty. We I got some extra stuff in there too. <laughs> yeah. Like what do you, what do you want to create this year and how do you want to appreciate what's happened no matter how, you know, I know a lot of people uh, who've lost people they love very much this year. I know a lot of people have had really rough years. Um, you know, what is, what is, how do you want to honor it? Mm. How do you want to honor those people? How do you just being intentional about closing it out and then opening up this next piece, I think is a, is a, is one of the greatest gifts that we can give ourselves and also the people that we love and lead. Beautiful. Uh, this has been a great conversation. Um, we wrap up every conversation by calling somebody out. And actually, I think I might let you off easy on this one because you called out two people, Mike Canino and I think it was Megan or Marissa Smith. Mo- yes. Mo- Marissa or Melissa? Marissa. Did Mo- you get her? I-, I actually never did. And I listened to the episode again and I was like, oh my God, Mar- Marissa Smith. I never emailed Marissa Smith. So I added her. I made sure she was on my hit list of people to get in touch with and uh, I will go after her. So yeah, uh, go, yeah, get her. Okay, good. She's my call out again. She's lovely. Marissa Smith. Lovely. And uh, Marissa what, Smith. you said her uh, specialty was uh, like operations, uh, entrepreneurial yeah, operations was. Yeah, she's an uh, EOS implementer. She's an entrepreneur operation systems uh, implementer and facilitator. And she's she's just remarkable. She's just got a really unique perspective on stuff. She started up a company that did marketing and everything, and she's run that for years. But now she's doing this other stuff. And um, I just think she'd be fun for you to talk to. I would love it. Awesome. Marissa, cool. look out. I'm coming after you. Uh, maybe Good. you can, make, can help me make that happen. Do you know her? You know Do her. I know her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. We're going to make this happen. Making yeah. it happen. All right, cool. Uh, so just let the folks at home know how can we connect with you if you want to follow your work, uh, maybe uh, pick up your book. Like, what's the best way yeah. to connect? Yeah, you know, the, the shortcut is go to IEP.io. Very complicated. IEP.io. Um, you can also go to AniseCavanaugh.com and uh, Eric will spell it out in the show notes, but AniseCavanaugh.com and that's got a ton of information, our programs, all that. IEP.io has got uh, a bunch of free resources and stuff that we that we just give people so that they can get going with their own IEP practice. Awesome. So Anise, one of those would be great. Thank you again uh, for joining us yeah. and uh, for sharing your knowledge with us and uh, helping us all just become a little bit more unstoppable. Uh, there is no questioning. You are definitely unstoppable. I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sure you. I'm sure this won't be the last time we talk, but until then, uh, just cheers and happy, happy new years. Oh, thank you, Eric. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Boom. Another episode wrapped up here at Restaurants Unstoppable. Anise Kavanaugh. Awesome advice today. I uh, just love this woman. I think she uh, she just has some great wisdom. Uh, and it, it seems like really simple stuff. And honestly, you know, conceptually, it is simple stuff. But what's hard about it is actually showing up and having that self-awareness that discipline to snap yourself out of that cruddy mood that you might have and to know that you have that choice to to make the decision to, to choose to show up for yourself first every day at that level of like you know a 10 out of zero be at a 10 um and you're not always going to be a 10 but you know it's up to you and you have that control to to show up a certain way so just know that the control is in your hands um and just you know 
going into the, the busy new year, uh, sometimes people in this industry get a little down and upset because uh, they're working when everyone else is with their family and loved ones. And uh, just know that whatever you're feeling, uh, you're bringing that to work. And you can choose to to bring a positive energy to work or a negative energy to work and how you show up affects everybody around you. So just be aware of it. And also just that, that great advice that we had uh, on just how to start or how to end one year and to start a new year. And really uh, it's all about that gratitude of seeing where you were a year ago and where you are today, that progress you've made. You might not be exactly where you want to be, but you know, if you're moving forward uh, you know, you got you got to acknowledge those those wins too, right? And um, you know it helps you stay on track and uh, just helps you get going in the right direction. So uh, very good stuff, very timely. And uh, thank you again, Anise, for coming back on the show. Uh, got a couple more of these types of interviews where we have what I call our authorities coming on the show, uh, spreading some knowledge and uh, some information on specialized areas, specialized topics. Uh, I'm trying to give our restaurant tours a break during the holiday season. I know how crazy it is for you guys uh, during this time of year. So uh, don't worry. We do have uh, some great interviews lined up in the future. Going to be taking a road trip to Pittsburgh. Oh my God, I can't believe it's happening. Taking this thing on the road. Kind of scared. Kind of excited. Don't really know what to expect. I'm, I'm just going to show up positive like Anise taught us today and see where, uh, you know, see where I end up. I can't wait. And, um, like always, guys, please do connect with me, Eric, at restaurantunstoppable.com. Eric, catch Tori on Instagram and Twitter and slash restaurantunstoppable on Facebook. Let me know who you want to hear from. Let me know what topics you want covered. I'll go to work for you. Keep those five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher Radio coming. They really do help validate my hard work. I do accept donations. Head over to restaurantunstoppable.com slash support. Every little bit helps. But the best way to support the show, guys, is simply by sharing it with somebody you know who's aspiring to be great. It's a great gift to give during the holiday season. And I guess that's all for today. Thank you so much for sticking around this long. Until next time, peace out.